Good morning. Our scripture this morning is a verse from John chapter 10. Hear the word of the Lord. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Will you pray with me? Holy and gracious Lord, thank you for your word. God, we pray that your spirit would just continue to move in this place and in our hearts, Lord God, that as we hear your word this morning, God, there is just something about it that would move deeply into our hearts and our minds because God, we, we want more of you. Gracious Lord, I pray you would take these simple words of mine and that you would turn them from water into wine because, God, we know you take the simple things of this world and you can do miracles with them. So do that now here in our midst. In Jesus' name, amen. I don't know what you've been seeing. I can guess what you've been seeing, especially this week. We have seen so many images, so much is happening around this world. We're seeing things on the news, through social media. It's hard to not see what is happening. It is hard to not see the faces. It is hard to not see and then feel. It is hard to not see the images that that just come at us, that are just incessant, right? It is, it is more than constant. It feels beyond that sometimes. Like, it, because we see so much that, that it even plays in our minds when we're not looking at a TV, when we're not looking at our screens, when we're not reading the paper, we still see it. And we have to be careful what all we are seeing. We need to be careful what we're seeing and how we're allowing it to affect us. How what we see is determining what we think and how we feel. How what we see is impacting what we say and what we do. How what we see is affecting what we actually, truly, really believe. Because you see, there is this thief who wants to come and kill and steal and destroy. And that thief, that thief is known by several names. That thief. Satan, the prince of lies, wants us to see all these things so that we'll begin believing a lot of his lies. Because when it comes down to it, that's really his goal. Not that just, not that we would just uh, be, our lives be taken from us. He doesn't want to just come and, and kill our actual bodies. No, he wants to wreak some havoc along the way. So he wants to steal from us as well. He wants to see destruction. And if we're not careful with what we see, we may believe the lies that we're being told. 
because we're being told these lies that everyone else is selfish. Not me, but everybody else. We're being fed the lies that we're not smart enough, we don't have all of the capabilities, or we're fed the lie that we know everything. We're fed the lies that what I have allows me to have the upper hand in some situations. We're led to believe, we're fed the lies that that other person, that they don't, what they don't have, it allows us to keep them there. It allows us to hold them back, to keep them down and not give them any opportunity because it's not worth my time. It's not worth my attention. We're fed the lies that when this person doesn't agree with what I believe, their opinion, their experience is not worth knowing or hearing or even trying to understand. We are fed the lies that the devil wants us to hear to keep us against one another. We are fed lies. And if we're not careful with what we're seeing, we might actually believe those things. Because because the thief is coming to kill and steal and destroy. And so we're fed the lies that we need to have power to affect any kind of change. And it's got to be the power that everybody can see. It's got to be the kind of power that comes with money and lots of attention because that's the only way you can change a thing. We're fed the lies that if we don't have, then we're nothing. We're fed the lies that all of this stuff that we see means that we don't deserve to have peace and that it is not possible to have joy in this life. But Jesus said, but Jesus said, I have come that they may have life and that they may have it to the full. Jesus said, I know that this world will have trouble. And let's be real. We're seeing the war not just the rumors of war. We're seeing the earthquakes, not just the rumors of earthquakes. We're seeing the devastation of fires, not just the the thought of it. We know that this world is broken, that there is chaos, that there is sin in this world. We know that the prince of lies just loves seeing all this stuff going on and loves getting our attention, helping us to think that maybe we can't have some peace, helping us to think that maybe there isn't enough joy. But Jesus says, no, I have come that you may have life 
and have it to the full. And friends, I, I just, I just want to encourage us. Maybe we need to put some things down and turn some things off every once in a while. A day without the latest news cycle is okay. In case you were wondering, they're just going to tell you the same thing they told you yesterday. They're going to change the title a little bit. They're going to add a couple different words. It's going to be the same thing. You're not going to miss that much. So let's turn it off. Let's turn off the TV and turn off the social media and, and put things away. Let's just not read the paper one day, just one, just one. but let's not stop picking up our Bibles. Let's not stop picking up the word of God. That has to be something that we are doing absolutely every day without fail. Because that, that is how we turn off the lies of the devil. That is how we turn off those images and those sounds. That is how we are able to fight and block those fiery arrows that the devil wants to throw at us every chance he gets. Because really, you, have, you all know, there's a, there's a verse, every single one of you, I'm sure, some part of scripture that you all could say, this is the thing that I think of. When things are bad, when I'm having a hard time, this is the, this is the part I think about. Maybe it's a story, maybe it's an actual verse, because there's, there's just so many of them. I'm sure that you all have your own, right? I mean, listen, we're, we kind of have a little, little helpful uh, thing for us here. If you're sitting actually here in this room, you can just look over at the wall. There's a little residual from VBS, and we can be reminded of, of how we need to be putting on the full armor of God. Maybe... Maybe you need to hear that this is the day the Lord has made and we can rejoice and be glad in it. What if that was what you saw and read the first thing in the morning, every morning? What if that was how you started your day looking at the world? What if, what if you took the verse Weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. What if that was what you started your day with? What if that was what you repeated to yourself all throughout the day? Because let's be honest, there are things that are hard. We're going through it, friends. We've got stuff going on in our lives. We are witnessing what's happening around the world. And we need to be reminded that yes, we're going to struggle. There are going to be days and weeks and, and time periods where we're grieving and we're mourning, but we also need to remember that that will last for a time, but joy will come in the morning. Maybe you need to be reminded that, that there's a time for weeping and there's a time for laughter. There's a time for mourning, but there's a time for dancing. I can't help but think, can you even just imagine those Christians over in Afghanistan who are going, I know that there's a time for mourning, but there's a time for dancing too. Because that's what our God, 
That's what our God means to us. That's what our God promises us. That's what our God delivers to us. And so, so even in the midst of, of this world and this chaos, we can, we can see through a different lens. This one verse from Luke is actually in the midst of, of the stories that Jesus was telling about how he was, he was calling himself the good shepherd and he was talking about his sheep and talking about how sheep know the voice of their master. And I, I asked Chad to, to use this image this morning because, because it's, it's known that the shepherds would, would find a pen like this. It, it might not be theirs. Maybe it was their families. Maybe as they're traveling, they, they could find these pens. And, and the shepherd could bring their sheep into the pen. There wasn't a gate that was locked. No, the shepherd would lay down his life for the sheep. The shepherd was the gate. And we need to remember that our shepherd our good shepherd, Jesus Christ, is, is there at the gate. He's the one that has told us that he has come, that we would have life, that we would have it abundantly, that we would have life to the fullest, that we can have life of peace and joy even in the midst of the chaos, even in the midst of the brokenness, even when that prince of lies just tries to hammer it in, peace is still ours. Joy is still ours. Life is still ours because our good shepherd is the gate. Our good shepherd is the one that we see the world through. So as you see those images start popping up again, maybe it'll be when you get home. <laughs> maybe it'll be sometime tomorrow. What, what lens are you going to be looking through? What are you going to be allowing to speak? What truth is it going to proclaim and declare to you? Will you be able to look through the lens of Christ through the lens of life and hope and peace. Because all that Prince of Lies wants is for you to just believe just a little. But let us hold fast to the truth that by Jesus Christ, all people have been redeemed. All people are restored. All of us have value and worth, and there is nothing that can take the joy of our salvation from us. Will you pray with me? Holy God, you are so good. And we thank you that even in the midst of this crazy world, from everything that we hear and see and know, from all that's happening in Afghanistan to all that's going on in Haiti, to all that's happening through wildfires and hurricanes across our country, to political divides, to debates in schools, to vaccines and, and variants and, and masks and everything else. God, we thank you that you are the God who says we are loved and known by you, 
the one who declares to us that you are the good shepherd and nothing that is formed can come against us. So in the powerful name of Jesus Christ, in the power of the blood of Jesus, we give you thanks and declare victory. We declare peace and joy and life to the fullest for those who love and serve our God. In Jesus' name, amen.